if we're going through all the effort to create form just so it can (laughs) be destroyed and dissolved back into formlessness, like why would we go through that effort? Conversations with Sarah, a podcast of exploration, vulnerability, and curiosity in which I seek to bring more understanding and compassion to the human experience. This is another solo episode. I have some people in the works for conversations, I swear, but I am kind of just wanting to keep up the momentum and just continue recording podcasts solo. I don't know if I'll continue doing that, but I just, um, you know, in, in, in a sort of effort to maintain my commitment and kind of, kind of express my commitment to the podcast. Um, this is what I am wanting to do is just to record. I am recording tonight, having really not a, any idea of what I'm going to talk about. Um, I am in an interesting phase of feeling like I don't want to talk. I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I think talking and speaking and forming ideas and thoughts into words can be great for furthering understanding, deepening understanding, finding um, ways to kind of encapsulate the formlessness. Like it's a way of bringing the formless into form. It can also be a perpetuating thought and perpetuating it can be perpetuating form. So I guess that's sort of in a way like two forms of talking or two um, like purposes. What's the word that I'm looking for here? Two um, like consequences, results. I'll just say a bunch of words that you can kind of like get the sense of it. (laughs) I'm sure there's a word that everyone listening is like, it's that word, you silly woman. But it's like these two avenues kind of, um, of bringing the formless into form, which is, I think in a way, generative, creative, um, growing, you know, that's, that's all bringing the formless into form, um, or it can be perpetuating form that already exists, which can be creating a feeling of stuckness it can be preventing death like we sort of need this constant bringing the formless into form and then letting that form go back into the formless not kind of grasping it and not kind of holding on to it so tightly and so when we speak about things that can kind of just perpetuate the thoughts that we've already had Um, this kind of stale kind of um, dead in a way like it sort of becomes dead but we don't let it die it's like almost the 
equivalent. I'm thinking of like a like taxidermy <laughs> of kind of like maintaining the body past its sort of expiration date. Um, so yeah, I've never really thought about language and words this way. I think I'm like a very languagey, expressy, wordy person. I love writing. I love talking. Um, I love doing that. You know, I love the generative aspect of that. Again, that like formless into form. Uh, but, you know, I have to admit, I also can perpetuate a thought or two, <laughs> um, you know, and that would be something like gossip. It's kind of like that. It's like maintaining form. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting, actually, thinking about this, um, you know, and and I think part of doing the podcast right now for me, so like my first season of the, of the podcast, I sort of had ideas of what I wanted to talk about, and I was really inspired, and I had all these conversations that I wanted to have, and I was so curious, and I sort of was, you know, could see a couple steps ahead. And I think right now I'm seeing like almost no steps ahead and kind of just diving in without um, really knowing like what it's going to come from it. And that's a really scary place. It's a really vulnerable place, um, but it's also more exciting. Um, I love... I love like discovering and I think to just let myself go in with no idea or agenda or light or path ahead of me and to kind of just take like really be taking one step at a time that is like the most exciting place to be right um it can also be really scary obviously uh, recording podcast has very low stakes, but, um, you know, I think putting my own commitment to it kind of gives it more stakes. And I am someone who has, uh, avoided commitment a lot in my life. And, um, so I don't know, it's been, it's an interesting process that I'm experiencing of kind of, um, committing and investing into this uh, podcast, not knowing where it's going to go. So now here I am back at sort of a space of not knowing, feeling pretty excited about the, those sort of two avenues of thought and to, um, and communication. And yeah, I mean, the cycles of sort of birth and death, which is sort of what I was talking about, this generative versus this um, formless coming into form and then form going back into formless. I think that's a cycle that we all experience on a lot of different levels. Um, I'm getting pretty into the idea of cycles through studying astrology. And I think we see it, you know, all the time breathing is that same cycle growth, the seasons, you know, a flower growing and then dying and then growing again, where the trees um, kind of losing their leaves and then blossoming again and being in full, you know, greenery and then, you know, die, the leaves dying off and falling. Of course, we all know these cycles and they come in different uh, 
like sizes of time <laughs> um, from, you know, obviously breathing is like a pretty short cycle. The seasons are longer. And then I obviously like our life could be, you know, many, many years. Um, and then there's different cycles of um, belief or thought or energy that we kind of go through throughout our lives. Um, you know, different sort of seasons of our lives, which can vary obviously in, in length, um, and are different for everyone. And, um, yeah, the astrology piece has been really interesting for me because it's providing me a structure that I've never had actually saying that it's like making me tear up a little. I'm a very like spiritual person and I have explored a lot of different spiritual modalities and healing modalities. And I have resisted uh, structure a lot. I think I've resisted, what's the word? <laughs> Not thinking of words tonight. Um, the word that's coming is devotion, but that's not the word. That's not the word that I'm looking for, but essentially that's like sort of the essence of it. Doing something over and over, like a meditative practice or something like that, where you're, you're um, disciplined is the word I'm looking for, disciplined about it. I've really, you know, I've done a bit of it and well, but I'm like very averse to discipline, I would say in my personality. And I found that I sort of have gotten away with not having it. Um, maybe I do have a certain discipline that's not, um, forced or available to the eye of someone else. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm disciplined in my curiosity. I don't know if I would describe it as disciplined, but it's something that I continuously feed in a way, but it's not like every morning or every Monday or whatever. It's just kind of a constant flow that comes through me. And it's been interesting getting into astrology because it's providing, again, like as I'm talking about it, I'm like tearing up. Um, it's providing me a structure that I just haven't had. And I've not, um, I've explored religion in different ways and I probably connect the most with like a Christian style religion uh, or not style really, I guess, um, but a Christian paradigm in a way. I've tried Judaism, which is, you know, I was born Jewish, um, but I don't really have it. That's not felt right to me ever. And I know there's a lot of structure in Judaism and I just... Every time I've tried anything, I just am like, this is not for me. So I, in a way, I'm caught off guard. I mean, I'm interested in astrology. I've always like, you know, read my horoscope and it's always been in my sort of orb, but it's only been somewhat recently in the last few years that I've gotten a little bit more interested in it. And then only really recently that I've sort of like taken a deep dive into trying to really study it and learn it. Um, and I'm doing that in, in a way, in a more disciplined way of, you know, today I was writing in a book, just all of the signs and different, you know, words associated with signs. And then I did the same thing with planets and like really kind of studying it. And it's not like me in a way. Okay. So like another thing, maybe 
<laughs> I'm, I think I'm like a little bit resistant to form in general, like labels are really hard for me. Um, you know, religious structure is really hard for me. I tend not to relate to life, um, in story. I don't read a lot of fiction. I don't like love fiction, I guess. Archetypes. I don't know. Like I'm, they've, I've explored them. I've been sort of intrigued by them, but I always find them to be a little bit limiting. Like I'm, I'm sort of, there's like part of me that's always like, I just want to go back into the oneness. Um, and astrologically, I think in my chart, you can sort of see that a little bit. I have Neptune, uh, like two degrees away from my sun. Neptune is like all the, no boundaries, like totally limitless. <laughs> um, and I really can kind of feel that energy. And then my rising sign is Pisces, which is kind of that similar energy. Neptune is the the modern ruler of Pisces, uh, with Jupiter being the traditional ruler, which is all, you know, more about like growth, but, um, anyway, so yeah, I feel that energy like pretty strongly. And I would say structure is like, pretty hard for me, even though I have a lot of planets, including my, including my son and my Neptune in, in Capricorn, which is like kind of pretty into structure, I would say, and Saturn. Um, so that's just like a little for anyone interested in astrology tidbit about me and my chart. Um, but so I've been kind of caught off guard that I'm so interested in learning, you know, I mean, astrology is all about archetype. It's all about looking at these cycles and, and um, I, so I, yeah, I, I'm in a way, a little bit shocked that I am so interested in it, um, that I'm relating so much and finding so much value in looking at the archetypes and looking at the sort of feelings and structures of each, you know, planet and each sign and how they all relate to each other. But maybe there's maybe in the complexity of it, uh, it's, that maybe that's helping me. I don't know. I don't know. I I really am caught off guard and maybe I'm just kind of entering into a new phase of life. Maybe it's, maybe this is like a maturity thing of like being able to tolerate some structure, but I'm really enjoying it. And, and I think it's really helpful because in my aversion to labels and to structure and to boundaries, I can just get really lost. <laughs> um, and sometimes that's in a good way. And sometimes it's not in a good way. Sometimes I can just feel totally like ungrounded and untethered. And, and I just get kind of, it's hard for me to like exist in a body. <laughs> it's hard for me to exist in like societal structures. Um, yeah, that's something that I really <laughs> struggle with. And, and I think it's also, you know, I, I, I have a hard time with identity. I'm pretty averse to that concept as well, but, um, the astrology is kind of helping me find grounding and attachment and tethering, and identity in a way. Um, 
that and in a way that that doesn't feel so trapping maybe it's partly because it's always moving and yeah there's always yeah there's like all these moving parts and transits you know the planets currently moving and how they relate to my chart and progressions there's like all of these things that involve movement and I think that um constant kind of like generative and changing quality (laughs) of astrology and how it relates with sort of these more stable structures of like the moon and mercury (laughs) or whatever but like then having all these different relationships like feels more uh like aligned or more like I can get behind it (laughs) versus like a personality test like the Myers-Briggs or even like love languages or like all of these things are we're like well I'm or even like certain astrology things like I'm a Capricorn like for me I'm just like I cannot (laughs) I cannot fit into I'm a Capricorn like that um feels like a straitjacket to me so uh, yeah I I it's that's been really interesting <laughs> uh to explore I'm looking forward to continue that exploration and as I'm talking about talking and and talking about you know these two avenues that I was kind of talking about before of like this generative you know cr- creation uh, creating form like and look I recognize that form is important (laughs) you know like we come in to these bodies we live in a physical world of form like we cannot get around that um so coming into form is so important but also letting go of form is also so important and I think doing that on the appropriate cycles is key being able to let things go when they're done you know transformation, death, rebirth. It's like, I mean, is there any cycle more important than that? Is there even any cycle other than that? Or is that kind of encompass everything in a way? Um, I think it's just, you know, to, oh, that like makes me tear up a little bit too. It's like this, I mean, that's really vulnerable, right? To create something to create form from something and let it go. It reminds me, um, there was this artist who created these like really cool structures out of maybe like sticks or maybe sand, something that would kind of get washed away. He would do them in these, just out of all natural materials in these natural spaces and they would get washed away. That is like, oof, that's been a hard thing for me, I think to deal with. Like, I think I really struggle with loss um and the destruction of form like it feels like oh like if we're going through all the effort to create form just so it can (laughs) be destroyed and dissolved back into formlessness like why would we go through that effort but I think I'm like coming to appreciate it more which kind of I think is a is a an avenue to like living more and like living more in the present and letting the cycles kind of be what they are and like letting the birth happen and letting the death happen and not trying to like avoid the entire situation, which I'm realizing as I'm kind of talking 
uh, about this that, yeah, maybe that's what I've sort of been doing my whole life is like avoiding that birth, growth, decline, dissolving, death uh, cycle. But there's obviously no avoiding that. That's like literally everything. <laughs> that is life. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm loving this podcast. It's like therapy. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, really, honestly, thank you for listening. I, again, like this is like somewhat of like an art project for me, like a spiritual journey for me. I'm not really sure what it is, um, but it's something that I'm putting myself into. So I'm birthing it and growing it. <laughs> And we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, again, if you've not listened to some of my earlier conversations uh, from 2019, they're so good. I really had some of the best conversations about art, about what it means to be an artist, about like who's an artist, what is creativity, what does that mean, intuition, um, work what does that mean? What's the point of it? Um, improv, the muses, oh, just so many good ones. So I really, really invite you and recommend for you to go back and listen to my old episodes if you haven't uh, listened to them yet. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. If you like the podcast, please leave me some stars, maybe a review. That would mean so much to me. Um, and yeah, I hope you're enjoying your many cycles of birth and growth and decline and death. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I guess this isn't really a phone call, but goodbye.